The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. It's possible you've heard of a mink, and it's also possible that the thing that pops into your head when you hear that word is a fur coat. But, of course, a natural fur coat is made of animal skins. In the parlance of our times, a mink is a coat, an astronomically expensive one at that, made of the pelts of a type of weasel, also called a mink, which is captured or raised in captivity for the purpose of providing rich people with cozy outerwear. But what makes mink fur such a desirable material for glamorous jackets, and why we've been trapping and wearing mink since at least the 11th century, is also what helps a mink survive in the wild. Two species of mink exist on the planet Earth today, 
the third, the sea mink, is now extinct due to a couple of centuries of persecution by fur trappers. Both surviving species have thick, soft, water-repellent fur, as did the extinct mink. Both the American mink and the critically endangered European mink are semi-aquatic, meaning they stick close to waterways, streams, rivers, wetlands, lakes, etc., where they can find all the foods they like to eat best. Frogs, birds, clams, eggs, aquatic insects, and small animals like rabbits and mice. They love slinking around rocky riverbanks in the early morning and evening, and during the heat of the day, repairing to their luxurious multi-chambered burrows lined with grass, fur, and feathers. They're extremely tricky to trap because they're smart and suspicious. But we humans are, if nothing else, great at devising ingenious ways of killing stuff, so we've managed to put mink in a precarious position. The American mink is doing pretty well in the wild. They can be found in parts of every state in the United States except Arizona, and aren't uncommon throughout their natural range. In fact, they're also not uncommon in other places in the world, including the traditional range of the European mink, which is native to Europe and Eurasia. American mink were brought to Europe in the early 20th century in order to satisfy the European passion for fur garments. By the 1950s, at least 400 registered mink fur farms existed in the UK alone, all stocked with American mink, the species of choice for the fur industry since they're larger bodied than the European species and their coats are a bit longer and denser. But it's perhaps predictably difficult to hold a weasel captive, and the American mink that had spent a few generations on European farms escaped and became naturalized citizens of Europe. And it turns out they were very aggressive toward the locals. A feral, farm-raised mink and their offspring began killing European mink and their kits. Before the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Dr. Inigo Zubergoitia, a researcher in the Department of Environmental Studies at Icarus in Loreño, Spain. He said, It is important to consider that feral American mink is not the same as Native American mink in North America. A feral American mink is like a new species created by humans after decades of breeding in captivity. They do not behave in the same way as wild American mink in their native range. An example of altered behavior in feral American mink in Europe has to do with territory. Wild male animals of both species are normally very territorial and don't put up with other males sharing their area. Feral American mink, on the other hand, don't seem to mind sharing space with each other. Zubero Goitia said, In this way, in rivers where it was once possible to find one European mink male and between three and four females, you can now find as many as 30 American mink the predation pressure in the area is extremely strong. As a result of this ecological debacle, the European mink is one of the most endangered animals in Europe. The population has plummeted by over 50% in the past decade, and although competition from the American mink certainly isn't helping matters, European mink are also hunted by humans and have long been the victims of human-driven habitat loss. Activists and researchers are working against the clock to save the species. Meanwhile, mink farms flourish worldwide. Mink accounts for 85% of the global fur trade, and fur is still a popular material in oak couture. As recently as 2016, two-thirds of major fall fashion week shows worldwide included fur. 
The mink fur industry in the United States grosses around $300 million a year. There are farms in 23 states. But a few European countries outstrip America's farmed fur production. Meanwhile, the mink fur business is booming in China, a country with a lot of newly wealthy citizens in the market for luxury items, coupled with very few animal welfare regulations. But anti-fur activists take note. Simply releasing farmed mink into the wild won't do them any favors. In 2017, two animal rights activists released between 30,000 and 40,000 mink from a fur farm in Minnesota. Most of the mink died immediately due to heat or killed each other when recollected in different social groupings. As with many issues, focusing on educating the public and contacting your governmental representatives to help reform laws can help the most. Today's episode is based on the article, How Humans Have Made a Mess of Mink, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Jesselyn Shields. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Canva helps you get your point across simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.